Coming up, cattlemen talk NAFTA and the importance of continued access to strychnine poison on the farm. But first, the farm weather. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy this afternoon, 60% chance of showers this afternoon and tonight. Wind south 20, the high 9, the low plus 1. Tomorrow, periods of rain totaling 5 millimeters. Rain at times mixed with snow in the morning and evening. Wind east 30, the high plus 4, the low plus 1. Sunday, periods of rain, the high plus 7, the low plus 5. Monday, partly cloudy, the high near 13, with a low of plus 4. Tuesday, sunny, the high 13, the low plus 3. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 11, the low plus 2. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high near 9. The normal high for this time of year is 16. The normal low is plus 2. The sun rose at 6.43 this morning. It sets at exactly 7 o'clock tonight. And around the province, we have Estevan at 9, Saskatoon, the cold spot at plus 2, Swift Current 7, Weyburn 9, Yorkton is 4. In Regina, cloudy and 8, that's 46 Fahrenheit, Windsor from the south, southeast at 22. Humidity 71%, the barometer dropping 102.4. Light rain in Moose Jaw, 8 degrees, Windsor from the south, southwest at 15. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 8, that's 46 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com and South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision, ag and lawn and garden products. The chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association is hoping the Trudeau government can reach a new trade deal with the United States. Rick Tony of Gull Lakes is a trade deal is extremely important for cattlemen across this province. Very much we want, want to see something resolved. And when we had our Canadian Beef Industry Conference and at the CCA AGM back in the middle of August down in London, Ontario, there were some trilateral meetings there. And I was really happy when I was in those trilateral meetings. The, the Mexicans were there, the Americans were there, and the Canadians were there. And it all ended up that we decided that we should generate a mutual paper saying that we were all in favor of leaving the livestock part of the NAFTA agreement alone and let free trade go between all three of our countries the way it has in the past. And uh, we were, all three um, countries were gonna, or cattle organizations, were gonna sign that and send it to our respective government. And it was happy to hear that the Mexicans felt that was a, the right way to go and the the Americans that were there felt that was the right way to go as well as just have leave it the way it is and, and go. Our North American market is a market in its own. It's not like we have a Canadian market or a U.S. market. Uh, we need to have that north-south trade rather than going east and west because all we're going to do is increase the price of, of beef going because of extra freight. And, and we need that, those free lines. And the American packers need some of our fats to run their packing plants, and they need our beef down there, and we need stuff up here. And, and down east, we need the, there isn't enough beef in eastern Canada to feed the Canadians there, so we need to have it coming up. And if that's the easiest and cheapest way to get them there, that's what we should do. We should have those, those lines of flow go and do it the best way we can for all countries. 
Now, on another topic, the federal strychnine consultation period wraps up shortly. Would you like to see the area, the, the time frame extended? And what are your thoughts on the strychnine proposed ban or very severe restrictions on its use? Yes, I'd like to see the consultation go longer so more people can get in it, get into it. You know, people that want to put stuff into that into that consultation, that to be, you know, they should be allowed to do it. And there just hasn't been quite enough time, and people get busy, and people don't know about it. And so to extend it to, to allow people to get their their comments in would be great. As far as strychnine, they've done research in the past through SARM, and they've done this research to find out with strychnine to find out what it's done to uh, other species, you know, like hawks and eagles and, and coyotes and stuff, whether it's been a, a harm to these predators and by using strychnine. And the research they've done has found out that it's been uh, not much of a harm at all. So. I think that by those scientific research studies that, that say that it's it's not bad and if farmers and ranchers go out there and use it properly, it would be a great thing. And so they should go ahead and, and do that, allow the use of it, because when we get in dry situations, the gopher population just explodes. And I know it's exploded on, on my place and I got to control these gophers. They're, they're hindering crops. When you got their gophers, I've had a situation where my my son was going across a, a pasture to help my other son at a gate, and he's loping his horse across there, and the horse hit a hole in the grass that, that it didn't see, and it did a somersault and came down on top of my son, and we had to get the ambulance and take him away. This creates a, a very um, bad environment or an unsafe environment for for people that are out working their cattle, which is more important, I guess, even than they're kill, you know eating up our crops. And stuff, and then there's other situations, even for cattle. I I was sorting cows this spring, and a cow hit a hole, and she did a somersault and slid across. She could have broke her leg. You know, you can break a leg on a horse, you can break a leg on a cow when you're working them there. We need to control these gopher populations and keep them in check. And and strychnine is a tool that they haven't found anything else that we can use that works as good or can control these gophers. So yeah, I think we should keep the strychnine use and make sure we have some restrictions on how it's used, but we need to keep it there and use it. Rick Tony of Go Lake is the chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Harvest is at the halfway mark in the Outlook District, about 235 kilometers northwest of Regina. The regional crop specialist in Outlook, Kaylee Kindrichuk, says recent cool wet weather has stalled combining operations. In this area, we're probably about half done. We've had some cool wet weather in the last couple of weeks, so we've kind of been at a standstill. And I haven't seen any combines or swathers or anything like that rolling for a little while now. What are you hearing about yields? Depends on whether they're from irrigated fields or dry land fields. The irrigated fields are what we can expect right around normal to what they normally would be. Dry land is a little bit on the lower end because we didn't see the rainfall that we would in normal years. So this recent rain, and I assume there may have been some frost recently, any crop loss in that area? I haven't heard of any crop loss or anything like that around here. I know it has gotten fairly cool at night, but I haven't heard of any frost damage on any of the crops. I think everything was fairly ripe when we had that. 
with the recent rain, though, it improves topsoil moisture rating, I take it, and pastures. Yes, so we don't want to turn away any moisture, but it is too late for this year, but it is going to be of help for next year. What are you thinking about harvest? When will it wrap up if it turns warm and dry? Hopefully within a few weeks we will be wrapped up, provided that the sun comes out and we can see things dry up a little bit. Generally, what would be the best way to describe the growing season this year? (laughs) Uh, The growing season this year has been interesting. We've had all kinds of different things happening depending on where we were. The moisture that we did get was very variable from field to field and farm to farm. So it has been an interesting year. Any crop disease or insect issues? No, this year, because we haven't had much for rainfall, we haven't seen much for disease uh, in any of the the fields that I've been in anyway. And then for insects, it's actually been fairly quiet for those this year as well. Kaylee Kendrachuk is the Regional Crop Specialist in Outlook, about 235 kilometres northwest of Regina. The Prairie Agricultural Machinery Institute is continuing its research into adding supplemental heat to natural air drying. The PAMI office in Humboldt has been getting plenty of calls from growers who will be drying a lot of grain when harvest eventually gets underway again. PAMI project manager Joy Agnew says adding supplemental to natural air drying has two basic steps. First, use heat to draw moisture out of the grain, and then moderate airflow to move the moist air out of the bin. Using supplemental heat with a natural air drying fan is not the same thing as heated air drying, where you just crank up the temperature as basically as hot as you want, and you know, it'll, it'll dry really fast. Because you're limited with natural air drying systems, you're limited with the capacity of your fan or the CFMs coming out of your fan. The air moving through the bin needs to be at least 10 to 15 degrees Celsius for optimum drying potential and should not exceed 20 to 30 degrees. At this point, the current recommendation is using a fan with an airflow rate of at least 0.75 cubic feet per minute, or CFM per bushel. The hot air is pulling the moisture out of the grain kernel into the voids in the grain, and it's the CFM of your fan that is pushing that moisture out. So really hot air will pull a lot of moisture out of the grain into the kernels or into the voids between the kernels, but if you don't have enough CFMs to actually get it out of the bin, then you just have hot, wet grain, and that's, that's not good. So you do have to match your temperature increase with your fan capacity. Agnew says ongoing research will provide additional information next year. There will be data from the controlled location as well as bin-scale installations around the province. Our phones have been ringing off the hook saying that they're running heaters, you know, come out and collect data, do whatever we can to help them figure out how to properly manage those systems. So we'll be able to get a lot of bin-scale data as lo- as, along with our scientific uh, replicated data that we're collecting here in Humboldt. PAMI is also posting a lot of grain-drying information on the Internet. The list of best management practices that went on the release is just the start. We are compiling a much more comprehensive, frequently asked question sheet related to supplemental heating, and that'll be ready probably early next week and available on uh, PAMI's website. And that website address is www.pami.ca slash storage. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit flamin.com. 
Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola declined 70 cents at 449.72. Oats rose a dollar 22 at 164.70. Number one red spring wheat fell three dollars 11 cents at 232.45. The rest were all unchanged. Durham 207 dollars 85 cents. Feed barley 187 dollars 63 cents. Flax $479 per metric ton. Yellow peas $221.54. Feed wheat $196.99. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is down five cents at 583 and a half cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with Market Report Heart on Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 275 on offer at our Thursday regular sale. Mostly of cows, which are a hair lower here again. These good cows are going to bring from 76 to 84.50. The Shelly cows are lower than that. The good bulls are bringing the dollar two to 12, with about 40 of them on offer every week. We are having a pre-sort here on Tuesday, September 25th, including yearlings and calves. They got to be here by two o'clock on Monday. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have a great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,100 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 135 to 137 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,100 head, selling in a range of 139 to 140 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, September 21st are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 131.93, Ham's Cash, 130.43, Thunder Creek Brickle, 117.83, and High Life, $136.66 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is higher, and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was up 25 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2905. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.46 cents U.S. U.S. negotiated cash markets are finishing the week strong, with the rally over the last two weeks representing the largest percentage gain over any two weeks since 2014. While the negotiated price of hogs represents a tiny fraction of animals sold on a daily basis, the negotiated price from the different reporting regions has a direct influence on the formula prices that are referenced in Western Canada. Lean hog futures are trading near steady in early trade this morning, with no further gains on the December contract since Tuesday. Producers should cover the price risk on a large portion of the remaining 2018 production to mitigate the effect of record large supplies, but can aggressively set targets for the spring and summer time frame $15 to $20 higher than the current forward prices. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, and if you missed the farm weather forecast, the outlook today, cloudy, 60% chance of showers this afternoon and tonight, wind south 20, the high 9, the low 1. Tomorrow, periods of rain totaling 5 millimeters. Rain at times mixed with snow in the morning and evening. Wind east 30, the high plus 4, the low plus 1. In Regina, cloudy and 8, that's 46 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.